Will he stay or will he go? Evander Kane sending out kind of an encrypted message on social media. So Edmonton is up in arms. So if he does stay, he stays. But if he goes, who do the Oilers look at to replace him? We got UFAs, RFAs, and trade targets, and so much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers. Your Locked On Oilers, your daily podcast on the Edmonton Oilers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On Oilers Podcast. I'm your host and former Oilers game day producer, Brett Holden. Thank you so much for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. On today's episode, yes, the talk of the town is Evander Kane. Will he stay or will he go? We don't know and we won't know until Penn finally touches paper and officially touches paper. But up until then, it's our jobs to speculate and talk about if he does stay and if he doesn't stay, who will the Oilers bring in? Well, we've got some new names, some familiar names as well for the Edmonton Oilers, and maybe some exciting names as well. We will get into that in just a little bit. Plus, later on in today's episode, we continue our player evaluation and our player grading cards or report cards from this past season is today we got Leon Dreisaitl and uh, not on the show, unfortunately, but we got Leon Dreisaitl for his report cards. So that'll be coming up later on today, but let's get right into the Oilers. Uh, well, let's be real. The Oilers found the perfect first wing or first I almost said first round first line winger for Connor McDavid and Vander Kane the guy brings physicality he brings a scoring touch and actually somehow brought the team closer off the ice as well and I mean a lot of people around the city of Edmonton every time that they had some sort of interaction with Evander Kane it was uh, rather positive so that is a good sign hopefully things can uh, continue to be that positive for Edmonton and Evander Kane but again if you saw his social media post from uh, I believe it was yesterday morning now uh it got a lot of people up in arms a lot of people were a little ah oh, man I guess that's it I guess he's going it's going to be a waiting game. Let's be real. Evander Kane played himself into, well, his type of summer. He gets to decide where he wants to go, how much he's going to make. And that's all, that's the, that's his right. He, he deserved that. He had a fantastic season with the Edmonton Oilers. But we're talking about the Edmonton Oilers. This is a Locked On Oilers podcast, not Locked On Evander Kane podcast. So if Evander Kane decides to leave, where should the Edmonton Oilers go? Well, I got three, three agent options for you. So we'll start off with the free agent options. In the second period, we will move on to the trade options. And then uh, on the last period today, we will head into the report card. But the free agent options, I got three, as I mentioned. And two of them are, uh, well, to be honest with you, they... Uh, all of them actually all had uh, career highs this year, but two of them don't exactly bring that uh, uh, feistiness or size or grit that uh, uh, Evander Kane does bring. But the scoring skill that these two bring is unmatched. 
Uh, the first one that I had down, he is a UFA. He makes about $6 million. That's what he made last year. And uh, judging by his 42 goal and 42 assist uh, campaign this year for 84 points. Yeah, uh, Philip Forsberg is going to make a lot of money this year as well. I, I think he would be a good fit in Edmonton. Good size, or not good size, I meant to say good feet. He can skate well, he can get to the loose pucks, and will fight for the open puck as well. I mean, again, he's not necessarily the big six foot three uh, big man with hands that you want, like in an Evander Kane. But he does have speed. He does have the skill. And again, 42 goals this year. Only eight away from 50. Only eight assists away from 50. And so it wasn't too, too far from getting 100 points this year. That's a pretty easy guy for Connor McDavid to play with. Now, I know you'd probably need a little size on the other side. Maybe you put in a Zach Hyman. Whatever you may do just to be able to protect Connor McDavid at some point. Of course, Connor McDavid doesn't need a whole bunch of protecting uh, as he is a big boy, but you don't want the big lines going after Connor McDavid. In his career in 556 games, 220 goals, 249 assists for 469 points. Uh, again, I, I think Philip Forsberg is one of those guys who really flies under the radar here. Uh, I, I think he's a fantastic hockey player, and obviously he's consistently putting up numbers with 220 goals and 249 assists, almost good enough, about 30, uh, uh, 30 points away from 500. You can get that with Connor McDavid in Jazz goals if you're playing well. Uh, Philip Forsberg, one of those guys I think the Edmonton Oilers should take a look at. Another guy who's starting to be, who's starting to get shopped around a little bit. His name's starting to get a little more prominent nowadays. So if you see his name, I'm not sure if the Oilers will be attached to him, but I think he would be a good uh, guy to take a look at if, if uh um, Vander Kane does end up leaving. He stands at a $5.1 million cap hit, but he's an RFA. So uh, the Oilers don't necessarily have a bunch of draft picks to dish off this year, so it might be tough to take a look at him. Maybe this is a guy that you kind of maybe try and trade for his rights instead of trying to sign him outright, but that is for the Oilers to deal with and not me. But the name that the Oilers, I think, should be looking at here is Kevin Fiala. Uh, 82 games played for Fiala. He had 33 goals and 52 assists. Pretty good season for Fiala. He finished one point higher than Philip Forsberg with 85, 85 points for Kevin Fiala. I've always been a big Kevin Fiala guy. I think he can do it all, really. He's a young guy since he is an RFA. He is, uh, he's only 25 years old, so he can. You can grow with the team. He can also. You can bring him in for a little longer term as well, kind of try and dip down that AAV a little bit. But uh, a guy who can get it done. He can do it all. He's gritty. He's played really systematic hockey in Minnesota, and that's all Minnesota has been known for is that systematic hockey, and uh, he's excelled in it. So if he comes up to a team that plays a very systematic type of game in the Edmonton Oilers in Jay Woodcroft, I think that would really benefit a guy like Kevin Fiala. Once again, 33 goals is tough to, to uh, raise your nose at, and 52 assists. 
I mean, you, you add another puck mover to an already fantastic puck mover in Connor McDavid, a guy who can also skate along with Connor McDavid. There's going to be a lot of odd man rushes. There's going to be a lot of odd man rushes. Plus, if you can add them to your power play, as the Edmonton Oilers know, they are very quick puck moving uh, power play. So uh, the guy loves to move the puck. That is a very welcome addition. 419 games in his career, 124 goals, 159 assists, good for 283 points. So uh, not as prolific as Philip Forsberg over his uh, uh, career, but Kevin Fiala, huge coming out party for Fiala this season. Now the third name, the third and final UFA or free agent, I should mention or should say, in this, he only makes $3.64 million, which is when you take a look at the other two, only or about $2 million less than what the other two were making. And this name may kind of come off as, uh, oh, I don't really like that. No, it's not Josh Anderson. I can hear you already. It's not Josh Anderson. But this player... Pretty solid year. Got traded halfway through the year. Is currently still playing. He played last night, actually. He's 21 goals this season, 32 assists, 53 points. So, I mean, Kevin Fiala had 52 assists. So, that's uh, cumulatively not fantastic. But the kid has a, a bite. He has a scoring touch. He's scored 20 goals this season. And he's got some size. That's Andrew Kopp. Again, he got traded from uh, Winnipeg to the New York Rangers, and after the New York Rangers made it to the uh, uh, Western or Eastern Conference Finals, I should say, he said to the New York Rangers, sorry about that first-round pick, because they did have to send a pick just in case they do make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So Copper is uh, obviously a nice guy, would be a welcome addition to the team. Like I mentioned, the kid's got grit. I know he isn't that 30-goal scorer that you may be expecting to play next to Connor McDavid, but let's be real. If you, As long as you have a head on you, you can get 30 goals next to Connor McDavid. The stuff that the guy does is insane. The guy had, what, 44 power play points last year, and that was still a fraction of the amount of points he actually got. So uh, a guy, another guy who could really work the body in front of the net, force the puck uh, uh, towards the goalie as well. I think he is, uh, it would be a great addition for the Edmonton Oilers. So those were the free agent uh, options, I guess, for the Oilers. If you do see uh, uh, Vander Kane walk in the offseason, let me know what you think. Let me know uh, some other free agents that you're looking at who, you know, you might be, hey, take a look at this guy. So uh, send send those in to me. I'll take a look at those guys and definitely give it a little bit of thought. I mean, uh, again, Kevin Fiala and uh, Philip Forsberg don't necessarily have the biggest size and most grit, and that was something that Vander Kane brought that just really put him over the edge. So uh, it, it'll depend. It will depend. That is for sure. Uh, we're we're going to move into the trade targets right now, and there's there's about 10 of them in total, but I'm going to talk about five. Three of them are all from the same team, which uh, might uh, might help a little bit. And uh, two of them are kind of interesting names. So we'll get into that in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about our partners 
over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Finals. I believe they play game two or game four tonight, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Uh, the NHL Eastern Conference Finals as last night. Hey. How about that? The Tampa Bay Lightning have totally flipped the script on the New York Rangers. Now have a 3-2 lead in their series. Not too bad. And again, I mentioned you can uh, bet on the QMJHL final. Well, the Shawinigan Cataracts, who is on the bet online, they were a win away from the sweep in Charlottetown. Well, against Charlottetown in Shawinigan, uh, Charlottetown coming back to win 7-0. In game four to force a game five. That QMJHL final is getting interesting. And the Edmonton Oil Kings, you can bet on WHL hockey on there too. The Oil Kings can win the WHL championship on home ice tomorrow. And you can bet on the money line on that too. And over on our puck line, you can bet on that all at Bet Online. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and much more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts where are we going to move on to oh yes the trade target as we did mention here and guys guys happy friday morning by the way it's supposed to be super hot i woke up i looked at the clouds and i was like ah no it's supposed to be like 24 today let's go that's what i'm talking about Anyways, let's move on to the trade targets here. As I mentioned, there's about five that I want to talk about really quickly here with you. Three of them are from the same team. Uh, one is from another Canadian team, and another one's gotten some traction lately. Um, I'm not too sure how I feel about it, and that's why I'm here talking through it with you today. Um but I, I do see I, I do see the upside with him potentially being brought here. But he will be the last one we talk about. The first one we're going to talk about, however, is a former name that Oilers fans should know. It's a name that the Edmonton Oilers selected with their first overall pick in 2010. You know who it is? Yeah, that's right. Taylor Hall. I say Taylor Hall would be a fantastic addition for the Edmonton Oilers. He only makes about $6 million, so you can kind of fit that under the cap if you do need to. Yeah. Again, the Oilers are currently sitting at about $7 million, just over $7 million in cap space. So, I mean, you're going to finagle a couple things. You're going to – I think the Oilers – I went through a little bit of a breakdown in one of my earlier episodes on just how much the Oilers can actually uh, get in cap space, barring all of moves and things like that. And it was almost upwards of $25 million. And that is all things considered, hoping everything that happens on the paper goes to plan. But still, not a lot of it was out of reach. So, $6 million for Taylor Hall, a guy who understands the system, understands the city. And let's be real, anytime a fast skater like Taylor Hall can play against Connor McDavid or play with Connor McDavid, it's not exactly a massive sell. And 20, uh, 20 goals for uh, Taylor Hall this year, so a little bit of a bump off, in fact, less than uh, Andrew Kopp, but 41 assists. 
for Taylor Hall. Pretty easy when you're passing the puck to uh, a couple very good hockey players. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Brad Marchand or, or David Pasternak. So uh, not too sure if you heard of those guys, but uh, great team. Again, 61 points for Taylor Hall. Those would only go up. Again, Taylor Hall, another guy who has a little bit of bite, has a little bit of uh, uh, pizzazz to him. Uh, not going to stand up. Pride, I guess, would be the proper word to use. Taylor Hall is a prideful player. He loves to, to play for the crest. I know he's played for a bunch, but he just wants to win. And I think Edmonton would give him the best spot to win. Because also, Boston is in a re They're in a funky spot here. They just fired Bruce Cassidy. You're, fi you're kind of in the will they or won't they boat on uh, a rebuild. So, I mean, might as well take advantage of it now. And that is why two other of my trade targets for Evander Kane replacements are also from the Boston Bruins. And one of them might have come up a couple times already in this episode, but it seems like there's been some news swirling around. Maybe not necessarily news or rumors, I should say, but a lot of talk has been around David Pasternak. It seems like the contract dispute is getting a little over the top here and and it just doesn't seem like Boston is in the best of spot. Like I said, why not take advantage of that and poke your nose in there? Say, hey, what would it cost? Hypothetically. You know? And then you get to dump salary in that trade. You can put in a Zach Cassian. You can put in uh, Tyson Berry. And then you got that extra cap room to sign... David Pasternak for a little more. That little more that he's looking for from Boston, well, they just you just kind of cleared that up. Uh, in this season, 72 games played. He had 40 goals, 37 assists, 77 points. He's currently sitting at a $6.666 million contract, or, or cap hit, I should say. So uh, 6.666000. There we go. There's the seven figures for you. Um, so not a too bad of a price point. I think he is going to push for about an eight, eight and a half million, which is what Leon Dreisaitl makes, eight and a half million. So not too, too bad. I mean, you don't want all that cap space wrapped up in two, three players, I guess. But uh, when the three players are Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and uh, David Pasternak, yeah, okay, I guess so. Yeah. <sighs> You're not you're not going to get much out of me there. Uh, the third name that I want to mention is another teammate of David Pasternak's. And the thing also about David Pasternak I do want to mention is that it seems like they're pretty uh, reputable people who are also talking about it. It's not just like mm, Twitter rumors or social media rumors. There have been some uh, verified uh, accounts that have kind of mentioned in passing David Pasternak. That's where I'm getting that uh, reasoning there. And, and teammate of David Pasternak that I think the Edmonton Oilers can take a look at, number 63, Brad Marchand. I mean, let's be real. Who's more of a pest than Evander Kane? Brad Marchand. He's only making $6.125 million for a cap hit. So it's not really out of the realm of possibilities. A lot of people think that uh, Evander Kane will get about seven, eight million dollars. Well, actually, to be honest with you, it's kind of all over the place. At one point, Nick Kiprios on Oilers Now yesterday said that he thought he was only going to get like a bridge deal worth three million dollars, four million dollars. I'm like, Kipper, you're 
what are you on here? But uh, uh, Kipper said that uh, Kevin Weeks thinks it'll be about seven to eight million. Louis DeBrus thinks it'll be about six million. So you don't really know. So might as well bring in a guy who you know is one of the best players in the league. This past year in 70 games, he had 32 goals, 48 assists, 80 points more than David Pasternak, who had 77. And David Pasternak had more gain than Brad Marchand. So at a lower price point, a guy I know he just had double hip surgery. So that is that is a little bit of a oh that's tough. But again, it's Brad Marchand, great skater. He's a pest. The the epitome of you hate to play against him, but would love to have him on your team. So not too bad, if you ask me. I th- I, I do think that that would be a, a good move. I think I, I do think Boston's in a tough spot, and I think before Boston starts to make up their own mind, maybe you, the Oilers can start to make their mind up for them and just say, hey. Listen, <laughs> things aren't fantastic for y'all. You just fired your coach. Don't really know. It sounds like Pasternak isn't too happy about it. Brad Marchand must not be too far behind. So how about we uh, we take him from you? Um, the fourth option for, oh, hello. The fourth option for the Edmonton Oilers here. The, the tough part about these is I know each time that you you, you hear a name, you're like, oh. No way. No, the Oilers can't do that. Or, 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 you know, that guy's not good enough. But this is a guy that I think a lot of Oilers fans also love to hate, but because they respect him so much. Uh, another player that is just so fantastic. And the Oilers have seen so much of him because he is on a Canadian team. And that is Mark Shifley. Not too bad of a hockey player is Mark Shifley. This past season, he was a goal away from 30. He had 29, uh, four, 21 goal, 29 goals, excuse me, 41 assists for 70 points. That is fantastic. I mean, I, I, everyone knows Mark Shifley. Mark Shifley is uh, a center, mostly. Uh, he can play the wing, I think. And if you're going to play Connor, with Connor McDavid, I mean, I'll play the wing. I don't care. Why not? Uh, a great a guy with a massive upside offensively, but also a very strong defensive game. A 200-foot game, which is fantastic for the first line like the Edmonton Oilers. He also has that grit. He's kind of a – you don't like playing against Zach or Zach Hyman. You don't like playing against Mark Shifley. And with this recent comment saying that he needs to take a step back and take a look at where the organization is going – that doesn't exactly instill a whole bunch of confidence in Jets fans that he is going to come back and that he's not not on the trade market. So, hey, I think he would be a great fit in Edmonton, a great hard worker. And let's be real, anyone who lives in Winnipeg for a whole winter can live in Edmonton for a whole winter, okay? Let's, let's be real. I don't want to hear all this, oh, but Evander Kane has to live in Edmonton. Yeah, he had to live in Winnipeg too, okay, people? Have you been to Winnipeg in the winter? No, I think there's a reason because it's fine. <laughs> Sorry, Winnipeg. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mark Shively, I don't think is too far off uh, the the rocker here, or too far off the the beaten path for the Edmonton Oilers. The guy who would fit in very well systematically, who would go out there and try and win. He wants to win. That is the number one thing. He wants to go out there and win. 
and the Edmonton Oilers. Give them some of the best chances to do so. The final name for a trade target target for the Edmonton Oilers that have started to come up in the last couple of days. I didn't... And I'm not, I, I don't mean that his name has been coming up for the Edmonton Oilers, but his name has been coming up in trade rumors recently. And that's Alex DeBrinkett. Is he a goal scorer? He is. But let's be real. He's basically, not basically Kyler Yamamoto 2.0, but he has. Uh, also, let's be real. Anybody who's below five foot eight will always get the Kyler Yamamoto, the Johnny Goudreau, or the Tyler Johnson, uh, 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 whatever it's called. The they'll always get that comparison, and Alex DeBrinket is no different to that. You know, so uh, the difference is, is that Alex DeBrinket can go out there and score forty one goals, thirty seven assists, and seventy eight points. Which kind of makes me sit here and go, hmm, <laughs> that's uh, that's not too bad. Plus, Alex Debrinkit is far from a pushover. He he's kind of uh, he can get in there, give some hacks to guys. I like Alex Debrinkit's game. I understand the size. It would basically like being bringing in another Kyler Yamamoto, but the kid can skate. The kid can keep up with. Uh, 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 Connor McDavid, but I don't know. Let me know if I'm kind of out, out to lunch here. Cause I, maybe I'm just getting caught up in the size too. And I'm not exactly, I, I I'm a bigger boy, but I'm not the tallest boy. So I, I relate to guys like Kyler Yamamoto and uh, Alex Abrinkit, but I just, I, I can't see him being the guy for someone like here, but to bring it everywhere he's gone has proved people wrong. So those are the five that I think the Edmonton Oilers can take a look at in case Evander Kane does go. You can take a look at them on the trade market again. Taylor Hall knows the system, knows the city, and not exactly a, too high of a price point at $6 million. David Pasternak, everybody knows his issues only at a 6.66. Uh, million dollar uh, cap hit. Um, Brad Marchand also at a 6.125 cap hit. Another guy who don't really know his situation with Boston. Mark Scheifele, a guy who has said he doesn't necessarily know where he wants to be next season. He doesn't know if Winnipeg is the spot. So why not take advantage of that? And the final name, Alex Debrinkat. Again, I have about 10 of these names, but those are the five I wanted to talk about today. Those are kind of the most interesting there so we will call it there for the evander kane chat we will move on to the leon dry report card from this year because let's be real what a man what a man what a man what a man leon dry is we will do that in just a second but first we have an important favor to ask of you we put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Head to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of ten. $100 Ticketmaster gift card. To take your audience survey, head to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now. Thank you so much for your help, and thank you so much for tuning in to Locked On Oilers. It is free and available wherever you find your podcast, and thank you so much for making it your first listen every day. Also, 
If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube, make sure you head to the YouTube as well. It is, you get to see my beautiful face. <laughs> beautiful uh, is something only my mother calls me. Anyways, let's move on to Leon Dreisaitl's. Let's be real, Leon Dreisaitl. I tweeted it out after the Oilers lost it after game four. The stuff that the Ed, uh, Oilers fans got to see out of these uh, playoffs and one of the most important things that the Edmonton Oilers fans got to see out of these playoffs was Leon Dreisaitl actually prove himself as the second best player in the world. I know a lot of people, I can hear people go, whoa, whoa, no, he's not. And enter player here. That's the thing, is that nobody can ever give me one other name to put next to Connor McDavid. It's always, oh, there's Austin Matthews, bro. It's got to be Austin Matthews, dude. Oh, there's Kale McCarr, dog. Oh, there's, there's, there's McKinnon, dude. You always give me somebody different. You can't just choose one. That's because Leon Dreisaitl is the second best player in the world. Leon Dreisaitl in these playoffs did things that nobody else has done since good heck. He has not, he has done stuff that not even Wayne Gretzky himself did. Stuff Mario Lemieux didn't even do. And he did it on one leg. He scored 25 playoff points on one leg. And you're going to tell me he's not the best player, second best player in the world? The guy consistently puts up at least 50 goals a year, at least 110 points a year, at least 105 points a year. I'm getting heated. This is supposed to be a report card, but all this has turned into is how the fact that Leon Dreisaitl is the second best player in the world. What he can do, even if it looks so nonchalant, is elite. It is stuff that nobody else in the world can do, and he makes it look easy. And that's where he gets you. That's where he gets you. It makes it, he makes it look like, I'm only going 75, 50%. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you turn around and you see Leon Dreisaitl skating past you. And all of a sudden it's a 3-1 hockey game for the Edmonton Oilers. And his second point of the night. Leon Dreisaitl can do things you can't even imagine. And then when he does it, you go, oh. Oh. Well, I should have thought of that, I guess. This past season in 80 games played, 55 goals, good enough for a second behind Austin Matthews. I do know that name. Uh, 55 assists, talk about consistency, for 110 points, fourth in the league. Not too bad. He has finished in the top five, top three, top two <laughs> in scoring, and basically every year he's been in the league. In the playoffs, in six, games played, okay? Let's just get that through your ears again. 16 games played. 32 points! He had two points a game on one foot, and you're going to sit there and tell me he's not good? Could you imagine if he had both? 
Could you imagine if he had both feet? Oh my goodness, the Edmonton Oilers would still be playing. Seven goals, good enough for 14th in the playoffs. So uh, not exactly like he's carrying it up behind the net, but you know what, or into the net. But you know what he's doing? He's setting up plays. He's forcing plays. He's making the players around him better. And 25 assists in the playoffs. He makes the players around him better, even when he himself is not at 100%. Even when he needs to be better, he still makes the people around him better. How is that not good enough for one of the best, if not the second best player in the world? And it's not even like he's playing with Connor McDavid all the time in the playoffs. Yes, he was. But even then, <laughs> he wasn't even playing that uh, wasn't even playing that often with Connor McDavid until he got injured. Leon Dreisaitl drove his own line since uh, Jay Woodcroft came in. And he was still putting up 55 goals, 55 assists, 110 points. What are we doing here? This turned into a vent session, but in a most passive-aggressive way, was supposed to be a report card for Leon Dreisaitl. And, and in the midst of all that, in the midst of all my yelling and arguing, I just want you to know that Leon Dreisaitl gets... Hi, this, this notepad won't go somewhere I wanted to. Leon Dreisaitl, it's an A-plus for me, baby. And I know I gave Connor McDavid an A-plus-plus, but I can't give... I can't just be handing out A-plus-pluses everywhere. But if you can get close enough, it is where Leon Dreisaitl is right now. It is an A-plus and a half. How about that? We'll call it an A-plus and a half. And we will call it there. I hope you have an A-plus and a half weekend. Supposed to be warm, everybody. Go and enjoy the, the wonderful local sports we have around Edmonton. Again, we mentioned tomorrow the Edmonton Oil Kings can go for their WHL finals and head to the Memorial Cup. And that's all in Edmonton, everybody. So if you want playoff hockey, you want some Edmonton playoff hockey, going down at Rogers tomorrow night. Thank you so much for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, make sure you tune in to Locked On NHL as Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It is free and available wherever you find your podcast. as are we. I, again, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you stay safe and don't do anything I wouldn't do.